Welcome to Don't Butcher It, an intersectional self-help podcast for anyone who feels like the underdog. Today, I have Tanita Pereira with me as a guest. Uh, She's an Italian-Indian model, art director, stylist, overall creative. She's also the founder of the Tiramisu Party based in Chennai, India. Tanita, do you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. Hi, Fasana. Thank you so much for having me. I, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm really happy to be here. Tanita and I, this is our second time recording this episode. Um, We recorded for the first time in January of 2021, and I sent her the edited final episode on, like, in July, a couple of weeks ago. And Tanita just was like, okay, look, when we recorded that episode, I was a very different person in a very different (laughs) way. And I was kind of like, oh my gosh, like, would I have done that if I was someone's guest on a podcast? And it kind of just like put me in awe because the fact that you were able to recognize that, you know, it's not that what I said was bad or wrong, but just that like what I believed in then is very different than what I believe in now. So I don't know. Do you just want to chat about that? Firstly, I'd like to say thank you for not killing me because I was like, oh my God, how do I tell her? I've never really done a podcast before, let alone, I don't think I've ever done something and then listened to it six months later. Like I mm. like to get done with it. Yeah. So, um, but at the same time, I feel like it was a great like learning just to be able to see growth or just you know, the way I see the world so differently over a span of six months and also realize that six months is a long time. I think we, yeah. we kind of get caught up thinking that everyday life, it goes bad, nothing's changed, nothing's changed. And then suddenly, you know, I listened to that podcast and I was like, whoa, who's this person? You know, putting yourself out there and being something that you currently don't feel like you are. So that was the bit that for me was a little, you know, overwhelming because I felt like there were certain things that today I don't believe in. And I didn't know if that was right as people listening to me or just me sharing to people that I know if, you know, it was fair for them to see a version and time of me that maybe is not as present as I'd like it to be. Has that happened a lot in your life? Like, do you feel like every couple of years or even months you become this different version of yourself because for me I think also because you're in your 20s and you still have only been around for two decades like it's very easy to look at your past self like and say oh that's a very different person absolutely I think that um, you know firstly I think it's important to change I think that's why we uh, you know we have so much time on our hands to change to grow to be Um, to evolve into the people that we want to be but that's also constantly changing right like Mm -hmm. our goals our ambitions and stuff like that I mean it's sometimes overwhelming to acknowledge because not always do you change exactly the way you want to sometimes Mm -hmm. you think you're doing just fine and then you notice change that you question you know is that okay but I think it's part of just growing up and I think we also come from a time where things change so quickly there's just so much Mm -hmm. change happening in the world 
pretty much every single day that we are bound to be part of that process and i think mm. that uh, change is going to happen i mean it's one of the biggest things that gives me anxiety but at the same time i feel like i think like this whole podcast was almost like an eye opener to how much change can happen mm. and uh, not always do we have a podcast of 6 months ago just to like you know refresh our memory of where we were so <laughs> I've been keeping diaries pretty much my whole life, but I never like to look through them because sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, like why would I care about that thing so much? I, you know, I'll get curious and I'll I'll skim through it and I realize even though like yes, I've changed, my understanding of the world and myself is continuing to develop and evolve, there are just some things that have always remained the same for me. Like I've always felt maybe a little sense of isolation from other people or I've always felt this sense of being an outsider or I've always felt this worry if I'm ever going to have relationships and this sounds really like dark and depressing but I don't mean it to be <laughs> like always had that like worry of like oh am I ever going to have relationships in my life that I can fully trust in and be happy with and that are healthy and good for me So it's it's interesting too how like even though you change some of your like the core of yourself can can just stay. Um I mean absolutely I think those are the things that also make us who we are like our pursuit of certain things is what you know we spend most of our life trying mm-hmm. to find or achieve um and so those core values or core like I don't know ideologies or wants become Uh, something that you're constantly working towards i mm. think what the change is is how you decide to go towards those things you know so i didn't say this in the beginning but tanita and i know each other because we went to the same school in india i was there from the ages of 9 and 14 and tanita you went to lady andal from like uh, it was from year 7 to 10 I don't know. I didn't really we didn't really get to talk about it that much last time because what I was asking you more about was just like being biracial and being Italian and Indian and you talked a lot about how like people have these expectations of you like oh you go to Italy every year like you must be traveling around the country and you're like no I'm sitting in my grandparents house like yeah. it's like going <laughs> it's the same thing as going to Bangalore and sitting in my grandparents yeah. house. I thought was so funny. Um and I love all of that. but i kind of actually want to integrate that with something else which is more of the nature of going to lady andal and like do you think if you went to a different school you would have dealt with those same issues or do you think it was just specific to lady andal because for me i felt like the environment was super judgy and i think that's just being indian in general but like You know, I was American, so it was always like, okay, this American kids come from this western country. She's now going to corrupt us all and like, you know, the parents were like, <laughs> this kid sucks, you know, and like like yeah. I remember one of the things was like I started swearing around that time and like everyone around me started swearing and there was this whole fiasco where everyone was saying fuck shit, bitch. And I was like, I got blamed for it when in reality I had learned it from the other yeah. and so it's kind of like very easy to be a scapegoat when you're different absolutely and like i don't want you to feel like you have to throw your trauma and like um, emotionally unload i mean if you want to you're welcome to but i just want to know like did you ever feel that way like cuz i think you're the only other person i could kind of relate to in that regard 
first of all, I think that being half Italian, half Indian is already weird in um, itself. Like, I don't think it was particular to the school. I think it's, I've actually changed five schools and um, I've always felt different. So I know that it's not specific to the school. Like I studied in a school which which had a mixed crowd. Like there was mm. everyone. Um, everyone sat in the same class. In fact, uh, I learned Tamil studying in my previous schools because most of the kids would talk to each other in Tamil and not really in English. Mm. And then I moved to Lady Andal, which was considered, you know, a much better school. It was definitely a higher standard of mm-hmm. just everything. And um, I think for me, actually, that was quite eye-opening because all of a sudden we were, it was a very westernized way of schooling. Trying to be a westernized way of schooling, even though we were in India and, you know, no one, like, I mean, all of a sudden it was sleepovers, pool parties and stuff like that, which was still new, like was not exactly normal. If you look at the income of like most of the kids' parents who went there, like Lamborghini, driver is dropping off lunch in a Lamborghini. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I feel like, I feel like you have to um, be a certain, like it was a fairly more expensive school than like, you know, the regular. Yeah, there was a class thing going. There was a class divide. But I feel like for me, that was not what, like I didn't really care about that because I don't mm-hmm. think those kind of things have ever affected me. I think I spent so much time just trying to fit in and just be part of it that I couldn't actually see it that way. I feel like I mm-hmm. wish I could see it that way. Then. I mean, same here. Same here. I only saw it later. Like I feel like back then you're just like, how do I become part How do of I life? fit in? Yeah. And that's yeah. what I, I mean, you even saying like, oh, it was a very westernized school. Like it was westernized and then me being American, like there were some ways that I could really work with that. And then there were some ways where they're like, okay, we're westernized because we want our kids to like, you know, be a part of this globalized society. But then you're too American or like you, it's like, okay, you're Italian. So like, you know, it's... No, 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 absolutely. Because the, the funny part is that you then go into a school that you feel is more westernized, but then all of a sudden they've suddenly like following certain very in indianized way of you know approaching things and you're like confused because you're like now where am i now i'm not even amongst a set of people that i know i need to maybe behave a certain way because they're not comfortable or whatever so i feel like it was just like a big confusion plus it's this age where you're just trying to figure out who what oh gosh what am i doing (laughs) who am i or, you know, one day you think this is who I am. And then the next day you're like, oh, I don't think I'm that person. So yeah. who am I again? I'm glad I was so confused because it mm-hmm. pushed me to want to find clarity. As opposed yeah. to, I feel like if I just felt comfortable and like, okay, I'm a part of this. This is how I'm going to, you know, adapt to this situation. I feel like not knowing how to adapt for such a long time made me experience myself a lot more as a person as opposed mm. to being like okay this is a safe way to do it let me just do this mm. constantly um and I feel like that just has to do also with like a personality thing like I've always you know you tell me this is black and if I see it pink I want to know why you see it black I'm not just going to be like no it's pink so mm. um with that kind of just personality you are always questioning always fighting always you know um, just trying to be 
not even against the system, but do what you want to do and then figure out how you're going to deal with the system. Like I remember coming to school and, you know, I went and got a haircut once and I remember everyone in the assembly just staring at me because I had this short hair that nothing would just be tied together. And the teachers were like, you have to tie your hair. And I'm like, it's not tying. Like it doesn't do anything. Like if I tie it here, it's going to fall out there. And if I tie it there, it's going to fall out here. I remember that haircut. And I was like, that's a cute haircut. (laughs) But it was so much stress, right? Because like you are like, I want to look a certain way. This is who I'm trying to channel. And then suddenly you're just being shot down and you're like, oh my God, I should have just let that go. Like, you know, let my long hair. So I don't have to be standing here in front of everyone explaining that I can't tie two ponytails right now. Like, but yeah. Did you get, here's another question I have for you is how many times did you get called down to the principal's office? Cause I was in there like at least once a, one time it was like five times in a month, which was crazy. But like at least once a year, something would come up and they were like, oh, why did you do that? You don't have to answer, but I was in there. (laughs) I was in there quite a bit, Hanita. I feel like I was in there quite a bit. But I think the funny part is what I remember the most is not how many times I was in there, but how many times I was just not understood. You know, Um, I feel like you can do so many trips to the principal's office, but they're going to keep catching you for something that they just don't see the way you do. So, you know, it's like, um, I mean, I'll be honest. I got called on to the principal's office once and was in a lot of trouble. I mean, uh, almost got kicked out of school or maybe like, because, because I was wearing a bikini and I had a photo on my Facebook. I remember very distinctly at that time, you know, trying to justify what they were saying to me. I don't think um, Mm. as much as I was a rebel kid and, you know, I think we were also at that age where partly we were trying to understand if what they said made sense, which is the part that today I think uh, upsets me the most because I actually gave some, like today, if I had to be in the same situation, I'd be like, you don't tell me what to wear and what not to wear. But just the fact that we were put in a situation to, to question something that is so basic almost. I'm not saying I'm happy these things happen, but I feel like I'd take all of this just as a learning because mm-hmm. today I feel like if someone had to say something to me, or at least I can make the decision for myself about how I feel about that. Now how I look at it is that I'm just glad that that happened then because today I know I can like, I know that that's not okay and I can stand up for myself. Whereas I remember being confused back then if what I had done was wrong or if this concept itself was wrong, you know? Um, And yeah, I think that just that moment of stopping and asking yourself kind of always lets you answer for yourself and reevaluate how you want to go about things, see things, accept what another person says or not. And yeah. And it's hard, too, because when you're a kid, you're like, well, if the adult is telling me, especially in Indian culture, it's always like the adult is always correct. Respect your elders. So it's like when an adult is telling you that what you're doing is wrong, you really have. And then what you did, you felt like it was completely normal and nothing to be questioned. It's like you have that dilemma of how can the adult be wrong? But also, how can I also be wrong? I don't I don't know who to believe. And that's why as you get older, you learn to value yourself and 
your perspective on life and you know when something's actually an issue and when it isn't and when you need to stand up for yourself and when you you know you're wrong it takes time for us to build our own boundaries our own you know yeah. levels of tolerance or levels of acceptance i think it takes just things to happen for you to figure that out for yourself tanita was on a reality tv show last year mintra fashion which is probably if you said that to yourself 5 years ago it was like you're going to be on reality tv you would have been like what no no way but mintra fashion superstar um it's a it's an indian tv show um where fashion enthusiasts from different parts of the country compete in various challenges to emerge as a top style influencer so i followed tanita every week and saw the way that she was styling herself all these different creative ideas that came about it was super awesome and sushmita sen which my american listeners may not know but sushmita sen is a very famous actress and wasn't she um miss universe she was miss universe how did your vision of yourself and your self awareness change after being on reality tv and watching yourself you know participate in your creative endeavors on in public like with everyone watching you um we were in a lockdown and you know i got this call that mintra superstar was happening and that i had to give audition rounds and uh, in some way um having modeled for you know a couple of years and stuff like that i was kind of used to that whole audition life but i always looked at it more as work as mm-hmm. as opposed to like you know a personal thing of being out there as myself but also at the same time i don't know to be i don't know how to be anything but myself you know <laughs> like this is who i am if you don't give me a script this is what you're going to get so <laughs> so i think it was very interesting because i went into it being like okay these are the two rounds of auditions to be on tv because this is what it takes but i never really looked at it as you are going to be tanita perera on tv even though that's probably the first thing that sh- that should have popped in my head i think i looked at it more as like a work perspective and then when i reached there and i realized that you know we were all a bunch of individuals with our own pa- personalities our own characteristics that's when it suddenly you know strikes that i have to bring either this version of myself to the table or i don't know like you're suddenly like you are going to be you whoever's watching is going to see it as you your names what's coming you are not playing a character for some reason when i got this call i was actually just excited and i never like all those things didn't go through my head after being stuck at home for so long to suddenly be put in a room with so many people who have such such strong personalities and you know different interests different ways of seeing fashion different ways of seeing the world being actually just really nice to be in a setting like that yeah yet also asking yourself like you know what am i doing here like is it okay to be this version of myself but uh, and also i never looked at it as putting myself out there to be judged which is so weird because i was actually standing there in front of them and three people judging me like i'm like how did i not think of that yeah i think it's um i think that the minute also it was a show where you know i was talking about like my anxiety and stuff on yeah. television it's taken me a lot of 
work to actually be so open about it but i'm open about it like i don't think just because i've put in so much work and it comes naturally today a lot of times i tend to not almost give myself credit for the fact that hey you know um 4 years ago i didn't even know what we're talking about like yeah. i just thought i was going to die every three days <laughs> like yeah. you know so um it was just really the whole process of self growth and then like you know you watch these things and you say yeah cool i'm on television but at the same time deep down you know that it took so much more to reach there so i think a lot of it was cool to be on tv but it was just almost like i want you guys to know that like i struggled watching myself like of I, course yeah i'm like i can't watch this like <laughs> everybody else watch it tell me whatever you think it's the same thing with the podcast i think if yeah. you never send me the podcast if i, I just <laughs> no but you know what but that's why i sent it to you cuz it's the same for me i'm like oh god like every little thing i'm like oh gosh like even editing tanita i've been doing this for almost a year now and i'm just like why do i sound like that why did i say that why did i laugh at that moment like this so- And you, that's what you said yeah. earlier. You just learn to trust yourself, and you're like, it's probably not as bad as I think it is. I'm just yeah, gonna... I I fully live on that. I'm like, you know, is it fine? Is it fine? Like, what you said was just like all the little things, all the stuff that you had to work hard on to get yourself to a point where you could get comfortable going on reality TV and like being that person and. No one sees that, right? No one sees the all the hard work that goes into it or the little stuff along the way. All they see is like Tanita's posting on Instagram, she looks great. Next second she's on reality TV. Cool. Awesome, you know? And I think about that a lot. It's like whenever I get an accolade or accomplishment, everyone's like, that's great. That's amazing, but they don't know all the different things, all the different steps, all the mess-ups, all the heartbreak, all of the mental health you know stuff that came before that that led me to that point that is so glamour and glamorous and yeah. i've learned that there's a lot of things that you're going to do alone in your life there could be moments where you're surrounded by so many people and you feel so alone which is what we were talking about earlier yeah and there's always going to be certain decisions that you have to make for yourself with that like you know inner voice of yours and um especially when it comes to like mental health for me i feel like there was such you know like such a long time of just internalizing and channeling you know what the hell is going on why am i feeling this way how to deal with this without telling everyone i'm feeling crazy right now right mm-hmm. um and then slowly you start acknowledging what it is you go to therapy and you know you're like talking about all of this but then it's also that's too much for the people so you're constantly in this space where everything's too much but it's how you know things there's no one else who can understand that weight other than you yeah and uh, find like a way to balance out that weight because it is too much of everything that's what you know is the problem when you're anxious or whatever you're thinking too much or you're not doing anything at all or you can't move or So I feel like I'm not like I've had all the support I've had you know people who understand but there've been a lot of times where there's been nobody and not because nobody's there but because on your own sometimes you just got to do it on your own like there's sometimes you're on a bus going somewhere and you're feeling a certain way and yeah there might be someone to call and make you feel better but 
what if you're not even feeling like picking up the phone to make that call? You still got to go through that feeling, you know, on your own. So I think that it's important to acknowledge that there are going to be these moments so that when those moments happen, you don't feel like you're just alone. Because I think it's very easy to kind of, you know, spiral into, um, am I alone because I have nobody? Or am I alone because I have to do this on my own? Because that's part of growing up and that's part of just life. I'm just so happy that we did this again. I mean, I feel like there's a huge suspense to other people being like, what did she say in the I episode? know, they're going to be like, show us the other episode. I mean, <laughs> she didn't say, you will never know. Only Tanitha and I, we're taking it to our graves. No one else is going to know. You know, it's the same thing. You know, you might look back on this episode six months from now too and be like, I disagree with that. But at least, you knew that in this moment you came with your full sense of integrity full sense of your self and this acknowledgement of where you're at in your life and you're able to bring that to this conversation and i'm super grateful yeah. for it no absolutely i think um i was actually kind of upset because as much as there were things that you know i just felt like didn't connect there was this moment that I feel like stood out for me where I was listening to both of us and then I actually started laughing at something we said and I was like oh damn I'm actually funny like you know and uh, that one moment of you're like you gotta lose then, that yeah. yeah and I was like I know, damn I know I it like, happened you know? but I think that's what also made me be like I totally need to do this you know I yeah. I so enjoy... you can have that moment again in a different yeah, way yeah exactly so I think that it's just really nice to be able to do this and I think it's important to also have these kind of things to look back at and be like, oh my god, what was I saying? <laughs> do you want to share your um, socials so people can follow you? Yes, so I am Tanita underscore Pereira on Instagram. That's where I just share all the nonsense that happens in my life. But I also have the Tiramisu party which is where you can order your tiramisu if anyone's yes. interested. If you live in <laughs> Chennai, right? Chennai area? Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. See you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.